Hello, my people from everywhere. Welcome to It Ain't New, the show that represents the history of ethnic minority groups in the USA and where knowledge becomes power. If you don't know, now you know. I'm Bella. A star. Nike. Your very real hosts. We're talking K-pop. It's my honor as the Nuna who's been listening to K-pop the longest to welcome you all to this particular episode where we're going to introduce some of our favorite K-pop songs from first, second, and then third generation. This is not a ranked list. That was your only warning. Wee! Yeah. So the questions we're going to be going through are why this artist for this generation of idol K-pop, and if you don't know what that means, go do your homework. How does this song define this artist in this generation? And then, how does this song make you feel? All right, all right, third gen, third gen. Um, oh, third gen. Which only recently just ended. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, like, I feel like third gen to me, like, yes, technically it has ended. No, as a definite, yeah, yeah. as a defining but, moment, yes. But for me, it's like, because I kind of more or less left really focusing on K-pop mm. uh, in the middle of like third gen really mm. taking off. Mm -hmm. So like to me, like it's, I'm still stuck in that, like this is still third gen, right? And then I have to remind myself, no, if they debuted in the last two years, definitely count them towards like fourth gen oh, at the very yeah. least. No, <laughs> they're definitely fourth gen if you heard about them now. Yeah. <laughs> if they debuted in the last five like years third third gen is now hitting their grown phase yes. so you're saying oh, third I gen love it so the third gen boy groups are now releasing their grown album with oh, their own so, adtoi on there so yeah so um 17 just made a comeback yeah oh yeah and they're looking grown i know okay literally i saw i saw even with the haircuts i was like okay 17 hold on how old are y'all again they their pants have Tightened? Like, no, 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 the opposite. <laughs> no, the they opposite. actually haven't. The, gotten... the pants have less material yes. than holes. The the shirts. I like, still remember the whole thing that happened I, with the and oh how man, for um, even for hot. Sorry, I don't know when uh, we don't mean to be a thirst podcast, but no, I oh, mean so, this so is what happens when the tongsings become men. I I will put a um <clears throat> um. I'm, I'm, I'm in the females. Mm. Look at Chunga. Oh. We haven't even gone there because we'll do a There's we so can much. do another so episode. But yeah. yeah. So basically we know that third gen has ended because they've become men. Yes. Right? And or, women. Or yeah. and yeah. women. They've, become, they've become adults. They have yeah. grown Real adults. And uh, for me, um, it's just been such an immense pleasure to watch this girl group grow up and really mature into mm -hmm. just a, an amazing group, yeah. which I'm so happy by the time this episode airs, I will have seen them at the forum and Ooh. lost my mind. We are talking Mama Moo. Um, I have Mama Moo stories. Oh, so I chose Mama Moo for this generation because they out the gate mm -hmm. came out with a sound and then also a quality of sound Oh, yeah. That In I don't, I still don't, I still think that they had one of the best girl group debuts historically. In mm -hmm. And 
they went through their own, and they came from a non big three, big four yeah. agency. RWB, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, Rainbow um, Bridge World. It really, was RBW, my bad. <laughs> it really showed to me what kind of quality K pop can come out mm-hmm, we didn't yeah. have to no, we no longer had to rely on the big three yeah, right to produce like next level music and they are still killing it now like, i am so glad that you said that i don't i don't i didn't mean to like cut you off but i'm so glad she, that you said that because it made me realize that even the ones that we chose for third gen yeah Look at our. I was like, look at the people we chose for third gen. Yeah, they're they're not gonna. It might surprise you because they're not gonna be who you think. Right. Like so, the first for those that haven't really followed the first gen recapping, we chose Boa, Hot, and God, and they came. That's big three. Yeah, yeah that's Actually, big three. It's two. It was just yeah. the two, right? We didn't yeah, choose anyone from YG, right. but we could have. And the yeah, second we gen, it. we chose Big Bang, Shiny, Wonder Girls, and Two PM. That's right. still big three. Yeah. yeah. Two JYP groups, one shine, and one SM group, and then one YG group. Yep. The third gen that's coming up has no none. big, no three. big three, and that's exactly what happened with third gen. No one from big three was. Well, there were people from mm. big three. Yeah, we could have chosen. We, we could have chosen big three, but that but we didn't have to. Yeah, right. Didn't speaks have to. to how K-pop just grew yeah. as in from as from an industry. Two thousand eight. Actually, no. Let's back that up. From we had kind of cut off. We kind of started. Se- yeah, second yeah, gen. It was like 2005 ish. Yeah. Starts start. there, yeah, start. around there. Remember, it it's by feel, it's not yeah, by year. Right. right. And that's always how it's been, where it's like there's a there's a little thing there that we yeah. feel. Because again, I actually the the group that I use to define third gen, or mm-hmm. actually the two groups that I use to define third gen, are EXO and VIX. Mm. One is big three. One is not. Mm. But the two groups, I always define them, and they both debuted in 2012. Mm. Actually, I used three, and those are just two of them. Oh, oh wow. who's your third? Ooh. BAP. Oh, oh, that's a good one. That's because a good one. Because they yeah. came out January of 2012. I think, yeah. actually, yeah. no, Bang and Zilo, December yeah, of did. 2011. Yeah. That was, I mean, again, we could have, because I there's still so much to by choose. Exo, but there's so much And when you've yeah. been a fan for as long as we have, yeah. there's right. so, yeah, there's so much so to go into. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My so. Apple, if I didn't have Apple Music, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ooh. So um, I chose their song, Mr. Ambiguous. Oh. It is, I mean, I just love their music. They are powerhouse vocals. If you have not yes. watched their Killing Voice episode on Dingo, you need to watch that because all all four of them in their own ways can just belt it. Oh yeah. Can just belt it. Yes. And then also they're just the cutest. They have the like slickest sense of humor yeah. Oh, yeah. in their music videos. <laughs> um, and, and it's also very colorful, especially in that particular era. It was very colorful. Yeah. Like you can't, I mean, I don't say this as a slur because mm-hmm. I love what G did for K-pop. I, you know, I, I'm not ashamed of G, mm-hmm. but Mama Moo didn't get G'd. Right. They did and not. And that's amazing to me. They, they also didn't get, they didn't get what SNSD got. They also didn't get what Sistar got, which was the almost, like, if SNSD was infantilization, Sistar was the complete oh, other end. Oh, yeah. That's a really that's good, true. Uh, yeah. that's a really good And Mama Moo yeah. was human all the way through. Yeah. yeah, it is. And it's not because they can't do a G concept, right. and it's not because they can't do a sexy concept, but 
they, they, I mean, they can pull it off. They, they don't want just, to. They do. Yeah, they do. They <laughs> do, right? Hwasa on her own? Oh. <laughs> just the way that they debuted, mm-hmm. they kept up that um, that standard of mm-hmm. like excellence. Yeah. I Real agree. excellence in every aspect from vocals to production to music to music videos. Mm-hmm. Like, And they're still doing it to this point. Even having done both solo works, mm-hmm. yeah. changed agencies, right. and like done some really like kind of out there for K-pop yeah. genres of music, yeah. yeah, right, like jazz and funk mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, even some hip hop and yeah. uh, just anything you want from a girl group, plus like killing vocals, Mamamoo's yeah. got you. So I, I was like, but the the story that I have about my or one of the stories. I actually got to see Mamamoo live twice, but front row and also like literally standing at the stage. Yo, did you go to Mamamoo at Chuseok that year? Changta? No, I didn't. So I did. I swear, um, Hwasa's thighs could have could have knocked me out. That listen, girl and her listen, thighs. I. This is also why I love Mama Moo. Like you have Moonbyeon and Hwasa. I love Solar too because uh, Solar can can she kick some booty. <laughs> she, no, she, I mean, and her attitude is amazing. No, I mean like physically, yeah. she can kick yeah. some booty. Yeah. Yeah. Like people don't understand, she kickboxes. Like she literally yeah. can kick yeah. some booty. Yeah. That's how she got the booty. Exactly. No, I was like, wait, is that why she, her and Eric Nam? I'm kidding. I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, Don't come I for do us. miss that show, but I also am kind of happy. So it's glad not it's not like, a thing yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's not a thing anymore. But my, we go, I go to, it was actually at KCON, but I ended up getting to uh, the, the Hammer Museum early. Mm-hmm. So I literally get oh, in that the show. front. Yes. That I show. literally get in the front. Let me tell you, I'm going to thank the stylist too, because the stylist, I mean, for all four of the ladies, mm-hmm. yes, great. But at KCON, Solar actually sings a solo. She actually sang, I think it was Speechless from uh, Aladdin. Okay. okay. Why didn't they have that girl on the soundtrack? Why did they not have that girl on the soundtrack? I Why mean, I understand what Mama Disney Moo was kind of trying to do, the world. but yeah. thank you. But her, vo- I was like, girl, okay, yeah. I love you. Then we get... Of course, at the Hammer Museum, I'm literally front row. I love Moonbyeol. Mm-hmm. Love her. The rare example of an idol who refuses to do skin and still is sexy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Moonbyeol being the rapper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She's girl crush. Exactly. So, and actually, she's not even the actual real girl crush concept. Yeah. yeah. Which she's is not. so great. Love her. I shouted her name, and because I was so close, she turned around and smiled at me, and I was like, girl, Aww. I love you. How are you I still alive? You. Right? I was like, I Why love you. Why did you not spontaneously combust? I love you. I because it's not rain it. or shown you. If it was but rain still, or shown you, I feel close. like. No, no, no. Yeah, I was like, that's, that's, that's still pretty close. I love her. But even with like, if, it's, if a girl's going to knock me out, it's going to be a Mama Moo girl. Yeah. Thank you. It's I either Moonbeal or Solar who's absolutely going to knock me out. I also love how even when young girls ask them, Oh, like I'm on a diet. I want to do this. Literally, Hwasa is like, girl, eat anything you want. So so that's the thing, right? Like <laughs> when we talk about girl groups in K-pop, and we this happens with boy groups too. It's the dieting, it's the you need to go exercise, you need to bulk up, you need to like stay thin. But with Mama Moo, 
Hwasa in particular. Oh, her whole no bra oh, thing too. Oh, she's she is my spirit animal. Like, oh. but here's the thing. I think it was even when like yeah. when she when, yeah. when they asked, I remember somebody asked her her weight one time. I remember seeing this. It was a mm-hmm. behind the scenes of one of the music videos. Yeah, and somebody was like, "How, oh, much, like, do how much do you weigh?" And she was like. Why would you ask me that? I, I think the expression was like, none your business. Yeah, like she was like, go somewhere else. Like, yeah, but I think it was on, what, what's that actual show called? It's like, when they live alone or? Oh, I live alone. Yeah, yeah. I, live I live alone. alone. And this was what? Oh, I love Hwasa. Like five years ago at this point. And she, all she's doing, she's like, I got nothing planned today. All I want are pig feet. Oh no, she literally will be. She's still yeah. like they. I, I can't remember like how late it was, but she'll eat like a whole bowl oh, yeah. of noodles and be like. But that's the thing. Okay. Like, <laughs> like so, this is an older girl group, AOA from oh. FNC. Um, I, I will. I will put it out there. I dislike how AOA was being treated by FNC especially when you're not the only one right i was like you're definitely yeah. not alone in that right like i, I don't still have issues with fnc oh oh, oh yeah. I, yeah fnc <laughs> not just over aoa right. oh, no. <laughs> everything at this point i'm like mm. they're not cute though they have to anyway, just say yeah, yeah. but, but yeah. i i remember when they were doing the whole like oh this is fn oh, they had a whole like reality show and they were gutsy enough to say hey aoa you guys are too fat you need to go on a diet that's not gutsy. Here eat salad and the salad was literally or we can talk lettuce. about how sistar was <laughs> was literally like drinking shamed. water no, and no. like no how they were ashamed for going to film their music video in a tropical island yeah. and then coming back tan and then yeah. people being like but brown then, skin don't exist yeah. <laughs> like, but like white skin is superior you dirty no no it, they yeah. aren't they were gorgeous when they came oh, back. absolutely and so like this whole thing only goes to show like Mama Moo being able to say at this point in time, like, that is not who we are and that is not who we want to be automatically wins them a spot in my, like, very much, like, feminist K-pop loving heart. <laughs> like, yes, I do love, I do love my hot men, but Mama Moo, do not come from for them because I will go after you. I mean, they've, they've, they've had issues, but... The, the overall thing with Mamamoo is that they they were able to almost like carve out, yes, we are women. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are artists. Yes, we are yes, idols. We, right. Yes, and we yes, are idols. yes, we are human. Right. Like yeah. they were able to carve out that whole thing. Uh-huh. And, and of course, people are going to yeah. like be drawn it, to that because that was something that was definitely needed and necessary. Mm-hmm especially at this time in, right. in K-pop. I mean, it still is. So, yeah, love them. Very excited love to those be seeing ladies. them at the forum. Kind of kind of jealous, but I but mm. I can hold a little and bit I'm of the And I'm sitting jealousy. floor, yo. Woo! I'm sitting floor. I was like, that's why I can hold a, I can hold off on a little bit of the jealousy mm. because I have seen them live yes. twice, Agreed. front row and then also like literally at yes. the stage. So, that's why I can be like, and look, got I got a show personal. You photos. Yeah. yeah. Got a personal. Okay. Yes. Oh, also that look the year before I got Winger. to be Ailey too, who they tried to oh. fat shame, but I love Ailey. 
Oh man, I love that girl. Oh, oh I, I love her. I miss her. Kind of sad I'm missing her concert because she has another one coming up too. We we, you can tell we've got many episodes lined up for oh, yeah. pop. This is already yes. going to be three episodes long. Right. Well, right. so and our I next mean, one. staying in again, staying in third gen. I just realized that our our list of people. Are none of them are big three for yeah. third gen. So who's your who's so your pick? my choice is actually New East. Unfortunately, yes, they have disbanded, but I mean, whatever the conspiracy theories are or the actual theories, does not matter. And also, that is just part of the K-pop fandom life. Yeah, well, yeah. It, I mean, it's also part of certain agencies yeah. and you being an artist. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you have to go where they're going to support you. Yes, support your artistry. So, I mean, that's just whatever but i mean i have issues with their their agency even before the high takeover so it doesn't really matter it's it's all good it's all good but new east what's interesting about new east is that they even though vix was the the concept kings and still are to be honest still are new east had this i don't know they had this thing about them that was like they they could take some concepts and in fact the the song that i chose overcome this concept literally continued to the end of their career that's how i love it like okay. and why i love it i have a confession <laughs> sleeping on you east <gasps> i am i am the same with you on that so you're gonna have but to explain to us what's the concept in overcome okay so overcome is actually a fantasy concept okay but it's okay i'll i'll i can only compare it again to Vix because Vix did this similar thing when they were doing um um oh my gosh why am I blanking on names now uh Greek gods mm, which ones no because they had like three albums that oh, were all of three uh, okay. the Greek gods okay. and like all this stuff okay um but uh, I think it was fantasy actually the mm-hmm. fantasy music video mm-hmm. think okay. fantasy you get part of Overcome. Mm-hmm. But Overcome is almost like dystopian fantasy. Mm-hmm. And so okay. like even, even when you watch the music video, which is fabulous music video, mm-hmm. in the music video, the snow actually looks like ash. And literally they're like searching for this person. Like, I mean, obviously it's their, their lover. They're searching mm-hmm. for this lover. The choreography is also amazing too, but that's another statement. They're searching for this lover and it's almost like gas masks too that they need to like oh. get through. Okay. This is also when Rin had long hair. Mm. Um, but also this group, they have some of the best vocals in K-pop. I will die on that hill. Mm-hmm. They have some of the best vocals in K-pop. Not necessarily the best rappers, but it's okay. He knows it. It's fine. But mm. vocally... Vocally and even My even vocals, <laughs> even vocals in rap mm-hmm. was great, but the actual rap was kind of like so-so. Um, only because I know some other like great rappers in in K-pop. Like yes, that. we've had this discussion. <laughs> we literally had this discussion. <laughs> Hilariously, none of them were from like hip-hop oriented groups. Uh, yeah, in 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 idol world. But yeah, so I mean, even the suits and everything—it's so great. I'm telling you, watch the music right. video and you my do homework. That. The uh, sound of the music, too, is kind of, it is pop R&B, 
but it fits because they have guess who they have as their i mean this was like pledis in general who do they have as their producer like main producer for a lot of stuff Pumju? yes yes so they're doing all this stuff um and uh, their vocals are also very clear mm-hmm. when they sing and when they rap too so very love it yeah. um i mean this is how minhyun ended up in uh 101 uh-huh. and as like the main vocal of 101 um but yeah, this concept, they keep it for this album, which is called, I think, Q is. It's supposed to be some sort of like they're, I mean, it's a search. That's why it's like mm-hmm. a question. Then they go into, um, I'm blanking on the name of the album right after that. But oh, it goes into Canvas, which gets more fantasy like, but you kind of don't, like, you don't know, like, it doesn't feel like a fantasy. Okay. It feels like real life, but it's like, you know, something's off or something's different yeah, so so it's almost like uh that movie starts with an i inception yes kind of sort of um but definitely more colorful because yes. it's canvas so everything is supposed to be like artwork and that album too phenomenal mm-hmm. but um overcome is like traditional i will say this overcome is more traditional fantasy you get kind of like colorful inception with canvas mm-hmm. and then the last album which after all of their like trauma with pd 101 uh the last album they're literally back in that like mm-hmm. traditional fantasy unicorns everything's bright and colorful kind of thing flowers everywhere they're like going into although, i don't know secret doors fair, <laughs> although to be fair i think at the time of that album's release, it seemed like that's what everyone was kind of back into. Well, um, not necessarily. Because not like, in that one, because that was when Vix was kind of going to military and well, no, like so, all that stuff. So I'm but, also thinking, I'm thinking back to Shiny. Oh. Uh, and like not at their, that time, I don't know. Yeah, it was like not release. at that time. Wait, what year was that? Um, this, well, Overcome was two. Thousand and let me check because I am very blinking on dates. <laughs> yeah, I'm blinking on dates and everything now. So we're just gonna like on. there is a Flower Boy concept, yeah. but but not... it wasn't even Flower Boy concept. Yeah, yeah like literally. That, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. Shiny has done a Flower Boy concept, well, but I, that, that's that's not equal to what Nike is talking no, about. No, no, and I'm I'm literally thinking like flowers growing out of like broken TVs. That's the, not not uh, the they were they were no that was that was you're probably thinking of their other song that came out around this time which is goodbye bye maybe but yeah, I'm also that think, was them I'm, though I'm that also thinking primarily of shiny um not one of one but the one right this after was 2016 Jolkin. okay yeah right. this was 2016 no because I remember yeah. also too because yeah. Ren at the time was about the only boy with in long K-pop hair. with long hair right that people and would mistake for like yeah people <laughs> literally mistook him for a female and like all this stuff right and he, it was i mean it was a part of the concept yeah. but he was also like okay i got long hair like what's, what's the what's problem what's <laughs> like, the problem also i mean it was they were also kind of tapping into something that i saw was happening in third gen which happened a little bit more in the beginning of fourth gen mm-hmm. is kind of going back and tapping into korean culture Mm. and kind of like trying to bring out these or bring attention to like these like old myths and things Uh that kind of fit with the old folklores the old musical exactly yeah this was 2016 but yeah so great i i still love them and yeah it's kind of sad oh that's why the last album was called happily ever after so they were like we're finally finishing this whole thing because a lot of people don't know that canvas 
after Canvas was released, mm-hmm. that was when they were sent to Japan mm-hmm. and were kind of forgotten in Japan. Mm-hmm. They were like left there. And this was why they ended up going on PD 101. And this is why everybody was crying when they were on PD 101. Mm-hmm. They didn't go because of choice. They went because Pledis was like, we you either go yeah. or we're disbanding you now. Mm-hmm. And they were one of the groups. Like we were talking about how 2 p.m. is like, oh, they come back. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, you're still around? Right. New East was Keeps like. Keeps coming back. Right. They were like gone though. They are. Mm-hmm. They are and then they group. came back after like on PD 101. And everybody was like, whoa. Where have who you been? Are, yeah, who, where, but didn't you already debut? Yeah. And then they come out with, like, Happily Ever After mm-hmm. and, like, all this once. And that's why, I think that's also why it was called Happily Ever After, because they were one of the groups that literally got that first, second chance, which is why Peak Time even right. became a thing. Yes. Because Agreed. of New East. Mm-hmm. Love these dudes. Love them all. Still love them. Oh, wow. That was okay. overcome. Sorry. Had to do a little New East 101 only because they, neither no. one of them, like they were. Like I knew about them. I have a few songs from them, but I, I've seen them. Right. But, but it's oh, no, like. You've definitely heard at right. least more than a few of their songs. But it's like the history, the knowledge, yeah. like that, that was like, at that point, again, I was already like. Mm, right. Out mm. of. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what's our slogan around here? Well, if you don't know. Now, now you know. know. And for this next one, I'm going to try to do this in one shot. This is BAP with one shot. My first. Well, no, I can't say my first because Rain was my first. But my second. And he's always kind of first in my heart. My second husband. I was about to do a rim shot for that one. (laughs) And I wasn't. like She finished that and I was like, "Mm, mm." (laughs) no, I still love. I love I love him. So BAP, one shot. First off, we already said Mr. Ambiguous. We said overcome. And now we're gonna say you only have one shot. So here's the thing. Um I, I can't do this in one shot. I got I gotta think. <laughs> <laughs> gotta but but bit. the truth is like BAP is in my recollection, in more recent K-pop, is probably the first group that is like straight up. We we do want to be more hip hop. Yeah. Um, and for all those that do not know BAP, their first song was Warrior. Yeah. Tells you uh, where where their trajectory and what their ideas were going, right? Because the next one after that was Power and No Mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have gotten those two orders switched, but it was Warrior, Power, and No Mercy. All within, I want to say, half a year, three months or something like that? Probably. I was like, that's about the speed of K-pop. That was how... Fa- well, well, here's the other thing. They set that speed. Because at that time, it was still like, oh, if you come back once every six months, that's still like fairly fast. Mm-hmm. They were like once every month. He's like, hey, we have a new song. Hey, we have a new song. Hey, we have a new EP. Hey, we have a new EP. Mm-hmm. And then you find out what happens later, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this was probably like the first big, well, not the, well, not the first well, there, big there one, were, but this, this one was probably the most, the first time it was like s- extremely publicized issues with, the agency 
um, I mean, like most publicized, everybody mm-hmm. kind of like forgot about other things that were happening, mainly I mean, because people were also at the big three. Yeah. Well, um, I was, so I think we could say, cause you, I was thinking DBSK. Again, only because they They're were at, that's why, right. that's what I'm saying. Right. Like with, because they were at right. big three, of course it gets swept under right. the rug. You just see them now as two groups. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, like BAP not getting paid for a year and a half. I, I remember hearing that and I was like, hold on. <laughs> the entire hold group sues on. the company. <laughs> they, yeah, they did. They had one shot and they were like, we're going to make you, we're going to make this fucking happen. And we're going to make it so that like you, you give us what we're owed. Was, hold on. St- sorry. I'm now I'm thinking too. This was also when, when like when, songs. when idols also started talking about mental health. Oh yeah. This was actually when idols started saying, Hey, we have a platform. Yeah. And we can make our songs about something. Yeah, so, this was. Yeah. When you think about it, BAP Warrior, it was you can stand up for yourself. You don't need to rely on like, oh, like I I need somebody else to love me. I need someone else to help me. They're like, uh-uh, you're stranded. Save yourself. <laughs> I think this was also the time to in in third gen when I always kind of like hear like certain things. Mm-hmm. The first gen, of course, is like, we know what we want to do. How do but, we go with this? But is this going to work? Yeah. This was that was first gen. Is this going to work? And then they figure out, oh, it can. It can. Mm. Okay. So second gen is an explosion. Full, right. Full Try experimental. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Full experimental. Full We're throttle. gonna just throw all kinds yeah. of groups at you. Like yeah. just whatever. And, and, and then whichever gonna, one stands, we're gonna keep those. Yeah. You you have right? the R and B ones, you have the flower boys, you have you've got the ones that are like the, the hip hop ones. Yeah, you've got the, you got beastly, the, the idols. beastly idols. Right, exactly. Like the cute girls, oh, yes. sexy girls. You, you got yes. everything. And literally third gen. we're gonna throw whatever at you. Yeah. Third gen is like Wait, oh, we've, we've got some concepts. Yeah, yeah we've got we can build groups around concepts now. And, and, and also, we can actually say stuff. Right. Mm. Like, we can actually put themes in our songs and in our mm. lyrics that not only, and again, not only reach Korea. Reaches the world. But reaches the world. This it's is true. when it kind of was like, oh, we can actually expand to other countries. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think of BAP, I really think of. I wouldn't say debut BAP mm-hmm. because something does happen post lawsuit that kind of changes, you know, what they can do. And I will put it, I will put it this way. One shot was if you watch the music video, I do not condone violence. However, damn, some actors are good in there. <laughs> it was a metaphor. <laughs> but also like, Again, it's them, you know, fighting for their rights, mm. right? Exactly, and, yeah. And, like, hey, you are not always going to have the option to choose the high road. Um, mm. But don't, like, don't let life beat you down and keep you down, right? And and I think with BAP, it was just, like, they showed it in their music because none of their music videos were, like, the clean, high, classy. No, it was all, like, super gritty, it was like to be honest a lot of bap i'm just thinking of them now a lot of bap music videos actually remind me of haru haru the, the grittiness mm. of, yeah. of the camera like, work yeah, and the uh, camera yeah. work the styling everything yeah. they kind of remind me of haru mm. haru but also one shot's dance 
How does Zelo's back still have any bones in it? I mean, have you seen him dance now lately? I literally, I still follow him on Instagram, and literally, he does a whole bunch of him and you from uh block b oh my god i'm like can oh. i get a group of the, just like a dance thing with both of yeah. them on there just like i wanted and i got Taemin, Tin, and kai in one group together dancing i need <laughs> yukon <laughs> and zello i just need them i need them in a in a dance group together it, it's oh my god and and when we were talking about Taemin earlier Zello was also what fourteen when he first dated. Yes, yes, yes. Baby Zello. Yeah. Oh my God, baby Jello. <laughs> he was so adorable back then. I remember. I remember. They were my group. But I, I think one of the things even that I realized as we were talking about mm-hmm. Thurgen was that's when you actually see K-pop essentially reap what they've sown if I can kind of like use that oh, yeah. kind of absolutely thing like you're seeing them because also because of what was going on in second gen this is why again guys especially if you're going to be or people <laughs> especially if you're going to be in into k-pop or call yourself a k-pop fan you have to understand context mm-hmm. now in third gen we're getting what way more YouTube. We're getting way more social media. Oh, yeah. We're getting all of this stuff. And then, but you have to think about it. In first and second gen, what were they doing? First gen was already trying to break into Japan and China. Mm-hmm. Second gen, they are in there. Mm-hmm. And, but also in second gen, you see them breaking into places like Brazil, Peru, mm-hmm. India, Mexico, like all these places, yeah. right? All these other places, you see them learning other languages. And I'm like, people really think that they even when they started calling like a lot of the K-pop artists out here, it's like, oh yeah, like they're the biggest you know band in the world. And I'm like, well, that was planned. Yep, that was literally what they were thinking from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily like, I don't know, they weren't just going like, oh yeah, we're gonna do that. And we just want to be you know right. in the mix. It's like, yeah, we want to be in the mix, but we also want you to recognize that like we will do something as a concept for like your country. Yeah, and. So for me, when when we're talking about all of this, right, um, and you were talking about building off of what the prior generation did, um, I mean, it's still ongoing. To a degree, I I think it's to be determined how much is still being built on. No, can I tell you what I've been I've been thinking about fourth gen? Okay, I've noticed that fourth gen does a lot of anthem songs. Listen, listen to straight. Is that a Gen Z kind of thing? No, because Gen Z tends to be just they kind of built off millennials where a lot of us, unless we're kind of like, I don't know, older or we just don't care or like because we actually have a term of anti-millennial millennials. (laughs) I'm one of them. But um, that's we're starting to get more not just individualized, but internal. Mm -hmm. That's and that's what's been happening with Gen Z because of even with social media, it's like everything that you have already put out, that's what mm. you're getting back. Yeah. Right. So you only see stuff that you like. Like right. you're rarely breaking out it's and the knowing, algorithm. It's right. Yeah. You're rarely breaking the out algorithm. to see other other yeah. groups, other th- anything. Right. Like so, not just so groups. what do you get served? But in fourth right, but in fourth gen, going off of what happened with third gen where third gen was like, Hey, we're going to be global. Like we're actually going to be global. And, and fourth global, gen was like, you know what? We're going to include everybody. Yeah. We're going to literally do, I'm telling you, listen to any AT song mm-hmm. randomly. Listen to an AT yeah. song. You, they've made it to where you can literally like sing the whole way through, even though 
is different members singing, mm -hmm. but it's almost like everybody can sing the song together. And the other thing is, um, oneness is the same way too. It's yeah. kind of interesting. But what that actually does is it kind of makes all the songs sound very similar. Right. That's well, I think what's actually happening behind the scenes is that everybody's using the same producers. Cause they're probably tired. They're probably like, Hey, I've been doing this for like, it's, it's not the groups. It's not the groups. Yeah, I think behind the scenes, the, the producers, behind are the, not even the producers behind the scenes. It's, it's kind of what has happened in Hollywood. They're only going to green light stuff that's already been proven that to can do work. well. Yeah. Mm. So you get yeah. fourth gen. Of course, they come out with, again, like 80s does mm. say my name. Right. Great song. And the numbers are really high up right. there. Right. So now 80s, the data there. 80s had 80s and Luna especially. Like, I don't necessarily listen to a lot of Luna, um, but Luna and 80s especially, they did of course anthem songs but they had very high international presence even before they actually came sure over yeah. to any other country yeah. and a lot of groups have been doing that Dreamcatcher did that yes I mean, exactly if we, if we go back to even second gen like there are groups that also well yeah but you i'm kiss? saying like, like in this well yeah. yeah but i'm saying like in this fourth gen i think it's oh, yeah. particularly because now you've got like sm has their set producers right. even if they're not like SM on the SM mm -hmm. roster, yeah. they have a roster for people who are not like, right. they have a contract list right. essentially. These are like their go-to. Right. Most of those people don't just work for SM. Most of those people also work for JYP because JYP and SM work together. And also so does YG. Just look at the credits. And also so freelancers, freelancers aren't going to be picking like, Hey, I work here, so I can't work at this other place. Work is work. Well, so, yeah, but some of them actually, I, might, I'm sorry, might. I know this. No, yeah. no, no. Some of them, some of these companies have certain, like, other Our companies you can't, yeah, like, you can't work yeah, with yeah. if you end up working for yeah. them. But, I mean, it was because back then every company had their own sound. Right. Um, and so they would only get people that would have similar sounds in mm -hmm. their work. But now, because of everything that's happening and mm -hmm. because of, like, again, the algorithm showing you what you've already put out there is what you like, you're getting the same producers working at just different companies right. or working for different groups. So you're going to get a similar sound. Like everybody, to be honest, I can pick out a Pharrell song. Yeah. There's not, there's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. just it, it's Pharrell his has style. his own yeah. style. Right. So again, when you've got, for instance, I listen to, uh, what's that girl's name? I listen to a promise nine song or promise nine, but you know, I, there's I, no F yeah. in, in Korean. I listen to promise nine. They had, I can't remember exactly what song it was, but one of their songs came out and I thought it was a Twice song. Then I looked at the credits. They had the same producer. Makes a whole lot more sense. But it also. wasn't like he made the same song. Oh, it no. was just a similar sound. Yeah. And then of course, people even doing like this interesting thing with not really sampling, but also sampling like Blackpink, their songs. There are a bunch of other people. Their songs sound the same. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily because they've got Teddy on it. It's because of people know Teddy's, well, Teddy's recent style of right, music right. is very similar to other people's recent style of music as well. Because and because of the songs that they ended up sampling. Right. Because this is what the company has already said, or this is what they've already seen is going to sell. Mm -hmm. So they're going to keep doing it. I mean, look, at literally, SM has a track record. of this. And that goes back. Think, look at Suju. Yeah. They're going to continue to try this. Literally, Suju, 
one of the biggest groups. And I don't mean like in necessarily just numbers in, terms, like, <laughs> but in actual numbers terms, who do you get right after that? Coming out, out of, of SM. SM. Because Suju kind of sort of didn't work. Who do you get after Suju? Who came out after Suju? Wasn't it Shiny? EXO. Uh, oh, I mean, like numbers, numbers wise. Oh, numbers wise. EXO. But look what happens to EXO. Who do they come out with next? NCT. NCT. And NCT's concept was literally that they would have an infinite number of members. This is correct. Until because recently, they the stopped that. You also have someone. to remember right. how Super Junior was SJ05 at first, project yeah. group only. Uh, well, Shiny was an ex experimental group, and so was FX. Mm -hmm. But Shiny was an, a, an experiential group in the sense of, like, we don't know what their sound is going to end up sounding like. Well, yeah. Whereas, like, Super Junior's like, you guys are supposed to rotate after the year. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, with this is what companies, right. SM in particular, because it didn't go all the way right with mm -hmm. Suju, we're going to try it again with EXO. All of that crap happens with EXO. They're like, oh, shoot. It's okay. Wait, no, we right. can't handle that. Like, this is not working. So they're like, we're going to try it again with NCT. NCT. And because U, NCT has so many subunits yeah. and they have an infinite number of members, you can literally do whatever you want with them. And they're still NCT. So NCT Universe? Exactly. No, they do have it. Yeah. I mean, people. It exists. Literally, they're called neoculture technology for a reason. Yeah. And mm -hmm. this is actually what I'm right. getting my PhD NCT, in, which is kind of funny. But NCTU. Yeah. That's the first. NCTU. That yeah. was the first one. Yes. And then, but they're also showing exactly what's happening at SM, like internally yeah. too. SM has a number of subsidiary companies. I mean, most. Most agencies, Big, most agencies yeah. do have that because not everyone can sound like SM in particular right. for pop. Right. We're going to have classical music. They can't be on SM entertainment. It just, that's not the same. Like classical music and K-pop. <laughs> well, I mean, they did just do the, the orchestral version of Into the New World. So I mean. it is a possibility, <laughs> but I, I, I think with the sound of K-pop, imagining like classical instruments with it, right. is, it has to be done in a very careful way. Exactly. And this is why we also started this by saying this is people from idol pop. Mm -hmm. We're not talking mm -hmm. about K-pop in general in these generations. Correct. We're talking about idol Idols. pop in yeah. particular. And again, when you go through this and even if you see other people, mm -hmm. the generations, this is why we can't really like put a certain time on it or like a date mm -hmm. in particular is because it's a feel. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a similar feel in these generations, even if they don't have the same sound. Mm -hmm. And definitely that is definitely coming more to light with fourth gen. Right. Exactly. Like if, yeah. We can say, Hey, second gen has a very similar cohesive sound, but it's also like, I can pick out that is a big bang song. Right. Or exactly. that is a shiny song exactly. or that is, but, but it's not like, but now, like you said earlier, fourth gen is a lot of anthems. Exactly. And that's, I, I guess that's just where, you know, fourth gen is going to go and where maybe in the future, the pendulum is going to swing the other way. And it's like, I don't want to hear anthems anymore. But this is also why I really miss second gen. No, I really miss Isuman at SM. Because I feel like he was going somewhere with Kwanya. I know people hate it. They're like, we don't understand it. I mean, he didn't explain it to, you know, first and second <laughs> gen at, at SM. Mm -hmm. And third gen didn't necessarily get it either. But I feel like he was going somewhere. He was going somewhere. And 
just no one really like understood it quite yet. So a little more ahead of his time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was our first episode of first three generations (laughs) of K-pop and there's still so much and I am I'm just like I I really don't know where to even this was I'll say this this was fun yes because it really it really gets us to think of like again what what actually is Mm K-pop and like what songs stick out yeah because people are still asking this question yeah even after K-pop has become technically yeah. mainstream in America. And yeah. even before we started this podcast, we were having this discussion of like, well, what what defines K-pop and how are we going to talk mm-hmm. about K-pop? Is it pop yeah. music in Korean? Is it like, is yeah. it a particular sound? I mean, this is exactly why... It took us like an hour just for the second half. Yeah. <laughs> but this is also exactly why the American music market does not understand K-pop. They still put it as one genre, and mm-hmm. like it's not a genre. It's a category, but mm-hmm. it's By not a way, genre. By the way, just before this recording, we were talking about Bang Yong-guk. Mm, that's why we ended it on one shot. Yes. Yeah. And you just, like, Nike, you talking He's about... my second husband. You, you talking about, like, oh, they would just lump all of K-pop under one category. Mm. What was it that we actually were talking about for him? So we got tickets. We're gonna go see Pang Yong-guk when he's in Ooh, LA. Um, roll that. And uh, on Ticketmaster, his category is not K-pop. His category is hip-hop rap, which what? is the perfect category. Yeah, I like. I'm really happy because. That is a sign. If it's Ticketmaster that is doing this, that is a sign that things are moving forward. <laughs> right. We'll see. I mean, that's what's so fun about being a longtime fan. You get to see like, all the changes. Yeah. I mean, generation to generation, there are ups and there are downs. Oh. But if you hang in there, you can see uh, just the spectrum, uh, the incredible spectrum um, of growth that K-pop has taken. Yeah throughout the years all i'm like thinking back to is like as a as a i would like as a little girl thinking i'm gonna have to go to asia to see my favorite stars and now they come to me (laughs) in the states (laughs) like i have the opportunity to go see some of my favorites that's the good part of k-pop becoming mainstream now now we gotta make that happen for uh mando pop and j-pop and Thai pop Mm. and like everybody your project for the next 10 years yeah my project for the next life (laughs) this is what this podcast is supposed to do i'm kidding (laughs) we have higher and loftier goals than that for this podcast Well, uh, thanks for listening. Look forward to more of these kinds of episodes just because we have so much to say about K-pop. But also, we are going to try to make some of these more interactive, meet you guys, Mm -hmm. and also DJ you some of these songs that we talk about. So look forward to that in the future. (laughs) 